Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. All right, we've been working with creating ease in your low back so that twisting becomes easier. And as twisting becomes easier, possibly more effective for this idea of the, the deep twists that ring us out, but also just possibly less stressful as a, as a practice for uh, those of us that are not like super fans of twists. One of the reasons that that can be is tightness in the hips, in the low back, and then an overexertion in the in the rib cage. So what we're going to do today is uh, is not what we did last Sunday. Um, for those of you that were here and made it through last Sunday and then showed up again today, thank you. Um, we're going to work with uh, some some ideas of creating spaciousness in the body, which is something we're we're generally trying to do with yoga. Um, but the, the sensation of spaciousness is going to be the overarching goal of what we do in this hour. If you want to leave now, you can leave now. Anybody? No. Okay. Anyone want to feel like less, like, like less spacious, more congested, more, no, no, we're all good with that. We have some, some peerage at the, at the screens. Are we, um, not, are you guys hearing anything? Are you? Are, you, are, we good? are we good? Okay. People are just checking their emails last minute, like just in case there's a sale on. Totally cool. Let's start in child's post. And uh, with this idea of spaciousness, Give yourself a little uh, space between the knees so that you can allow your chest to drop lightly through. Not so much space that you're kind of plastered to the floor, right? If you're, your forehead centers on the mat, your face to the mat, you might be a little, little far in there for your neck. But giving these just enough width that your rib cage can kind of nestle down in between. You can still uh, feel the spine, it's natural, neutral curves. Mm -hmm. We begin slow, steady breathing that you feel in the rib cage expansion into the legs and away from the legs. So the front ribs moving outward with your inhale. And inward with the exhale. And so we've positioned ourselves here in order to, to have that tactile sensation, rib cage moving into legs. But then there's the, the sides and the back of the rib cage. You feel the sides of the rib cage moving toward your shirt and away. 
back of the rib cage, doming up and settling back. All of those directions at once. So as we move through any posture, but particularly the, the rotational or the, the lateral bending. We want to have as much of this as possible, right? For, for some postures, it's going to get a little, a little less spacious around the ribs. But twists and side bends, you want to be really you know, filling with breath, able to empty them. And looking for this ease, I can tell you if you're in the, the right spot for whatever pose you're in. A well-organized pose is going to be less stressful than a disorganized pose. And so we organize the pose around, the most important thing, your ability to breathe. Next inhale, come on up to your hands and knees. Have a few rounds of cat and cow. Same idea. Looking for as much space, as much expansion with your inhale. The drawing in of the exhale. And you can play with the sides of the breath. So maybe the inhale is cow pose, maybe it's cat pose. Look for the spaces in the rib cage that are opening with your inhale, spreading out wide. And drawing in with the exhale. And depending on the shape of the pose, it'll be slightly different. Make your way back to center. We're going to walk the hands one hand step forward. So there's more length in the front body, more length in the back body. Tuck your toes, slide to down dog. And go with feet a little wider than usual. Hands down and forward, feet down and out. And as you make those actions, what happens in the area around the sacrum? And you bend your knee, send your tailbone way up. If it's comfortable for you, if you like a little uh, little back bend here, do it, but really palm the floor, really be supportive with hands and abdominals. Breath in. Breath out. Look forward to your right hand. Step forward into a low lunge. Back knee down, and the, the feet were a little wide before, so the stance a little wide. We'll walk the hands up to the front thigh. Press the thigh up and forward like toward the knee, so thigh muscle away from the hip. Abdominals in, heart up. I'm going to just take a little neck and shoulder opening here. So next inhale, arms up overhead. When you exhale, left arm down, crossing under for eagle or your variation thereof. 
Rest your feet down. Lift your elbow points up. Back of the neck long. Breath in. And work the floor with your feet. Breath out. Release that. We're going to bring the arms behind. Bend the elbows. Lace the fingers. As you begin to straighten the elbows, shoulders away from the chest. Whatever degree is yours is yours. Breath in. And breath out. We're going to release that. Bring your right arm like a tray. So the uh, the palm, palm facing up. Left hand's going to catch the right bicep. Holding here, right? slide your right fingertips a little forward, and then right ear to right shoulder. Press both feet down, breath in, breath out. Release that right hand down to the floor or a block beside you. Left arm up and over, side bend. If the right side's compressing a lot, hand on a block, or right thumb and right hip crease go up away from it. And we exhale back to center, left hand down on the floor or a block in front or up in line with the foot. Bend the back knee. Maybe that's enough. Maybe right hand comes around and catch the foot. Go ahead and let it be light today. Usually I bug you to. Press into the foot, press in the hand. Uh, let it be light. Heart forward and up. Focus on the expansion of the chest. Whether you have the foot or you go a thumb to hip crease again. Breath in. Heart forward, up. Right side of the low back long. Left side of the low back long. Undo it. Hands inside the front foot. Draw your heart forward. Squeeze the left leg straight as you rock back to pyramid pose with the front foot peeling away from the floor. Press your hands down and forward. Pick up the right heel and small circle of the leg back to down dog. Have a breath in here or child's pose. Breath all the way out. Press your hands down, draw your abdominals in. And make sure the feet are wide. Again, a little wider than you usually would. Reach down through the arms. Bend your knees and the hip crease up and back. Turn the tailbone up. Look to your left hand. Big step, left foot forward, low lunge. Back knee down. Press into both feet. We're going to climb the hands to the front thigh and make the action of lifting front thigh up away from the hip crease. Good. Lift your abdominals, lift your chest. Your breath in. Press both feet down. When you inhale, float your arms up. And then right arm on your left for eagle arms. Keep pressing your feet down as you lift your elbow points. Undo it. Take the arms back behind. Bend the elbows as you lace fingers. Lift your chest. Shoulders move away from your chest as the arms straighten. Or if they're not moving away from your chest, if they look like this, they're running forward. 
uh, not helpful to your spaciousness or your posture. Right? So uh, bend the elbows until they are. Then you release it left hand like a tray, like you're, you're holding a tray right at the left knee. Right hand's gonna catch hold of left bicep. To your degree, start to press that hand forward, lift up to your chest, and then it's left ear to left shoulder. Maintain balance by pressing your feet down. Breath in. And breathe out. Left hand down to the floor on fingertips or a block on fingertips. And then right arm up. Lots of length to the right side, but check out the left. If you're compressing there to get space on the right, well, you just kind of like, that's your, that's your own existential kind of question. Like, is that what you want to be doing? But if it's not what you want to be doing, if you don't want to compress the left, right, lift up on a block or thumb to hip crease, press the hip crease down, lift your heart up. When we exhale, we're going to bring right hand down on fingertips on the floor or in a block here to lift chest up. Right. We were in that wide lunge stance. If you weren't in the wide lunge stance, uh, make it so now that you bend the back knee. And that wide stance helps the turning and holding. Breath here. And the, the, the hole can be light today. Broaden through your chest so it's shoulder blades squeezing together on the back. Breath in. Breath out. One more inhale, press your front foot down, lift your chest up, lengthen both left and right sides of your back to the right side, able to turn more. Then we'll undo it, hands to the mat. Take your time, tuck your back toes, lift the knee, and then send the hips up and back, flexing the front toes, maybe peeling the whole foot off the floor. Take your hands to the inside of the foot. We're still in that wide stance, in case that got away from you. Pressing the floor down and forward. And then a light circle of the left leg back into down dog. And then go hands to maybe like mat distance. Give yourself some space there. And feet to about hip distance again. So if that's too narrow for your low back, no problem, stay wide. But if you can go with the feet parallel do. I'm going to walk the hands back one hand step so the down dog becomes shorter. Press your heels toward the mat. Maybe they get down there. Maybe they don't. A little softness of the knee. Hip crease up. Breath in. Breath out. Walk your hands to shoulder distance so slightly in. And feel for breathing and comfort of breathing. If it diminished as you walk the hands in, go back to width if it works. And then press your left hand down. We're going to bring the right hand to the left shin. Easy does it. Right? If it was a wild night last night, careful on your balance. Bend the right knee a lot, like as much as you can in this particular setup. Press your left foot down, hold the outer edge of the leg and turn. Draw your heart forward. And 
as your hamstring starts to sing you songs, pull the hip crease up and back to the degree that uh, it will go. Right knee is bent to add a little uh, shock absorption in the hip. We're not quite dropping the hip offline, but if you need to, you need to. On your inhale, unwind, come back to center, we'll walk out high plank. And then go knees down in high plank. Bend your elbows just a touch and pull into an up dog with the elbows a little soft. Upper arm bones pulling back. Heart up and forward. And back to down dog. Breathe all the way out. Pause. Feel your body. And check in. We'll line things uh, back to where we had them. Feet about hip distance apart. And then walking the hands in till it's pretty short down dog, which allows the feet to go flat or thereabouts. The hands again, note the width that's going to allow you to breathe. So none of this should cut off breath flow. When you feel breath flow being cut off by anything, key, like add more space, right? More space at the base of the pose, throughout the pose. You can press your right hand down and forward. Left hand to right outer shin. Bend your left knee. It's bent as much as it's going to allow with your right leg as straight as possible. Press your right foot down, right heel down, right hip crease up and back. So as you pull the hip crease up and back, you're lengthening the side body, lengthening the low back. If you're not sure about that, stop pulling the hip crease back. Then pull back again and feel what happens. Right? So it's not about the hip itself, but about the, the length of the low back. Left knee's bending as much as you need to to take this out of the sacroiliac joint area. And if you're feeling it there, a little more bend in your left knee. Press hand to leg, leg to hand. And then we're going to undo it. Take your time walking your hands out to a high plank. You can bring the knees down directly or low push-up, but we're still going to bring the knees down. Slight bend in the elbows. That's going to allow you to take the upper arm bones back, heart forward and up, working the upper back there. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Pause, note the body you've landed in. Open your mouth, let out anything that you don't need. Look forward, walk forward into ragdoll. Feet wider than hip distance. I won't say how wide, just wider than hip distance. Bend your knees, chest to thighs. Wrap the arms. Let your head drop at center. Stay centered here. And with the elbow points dropping toward the floors, if they were heavy, right, uh, the side bodies lengthen. So from your hip crease down through your elbow points, unless you need your arms for support, totally cool, use those. Uh, but if you can uh, use blocks, use blocks. Then if you're holding on to the outer elbows, 
try putting your pinky finger inside the elbow crease so that you don't have to hold. Okay, just slight change. Right. Basket weaving 101. Just allows the fingers to not grip so hard. They can be busy muscles there. One more breath here. Nape of the neck to base of the skull long. Breath in. And as it empties, release your hands to the back. Walk feet together. Rise down. Rise up to standing mountain pose. Dig your heels down. Reach through your ring fingertip. And then hands to heart center. Samastiti. Breathe. Where do you notice your breath in your ribs? Or the first spot. We're all a little different. And from that noticing, start to radiate outward. See if you can get the sensation in the low back by breathing into the lowest ribs you can find. Letting the breath suffuse the entire torso. The air in the lungs. The shape of the breath changing the whole musculature. One more breath here. Fan your toes out on the mat. Dig your heels down. Lift the tips of your ears. And when you inhale, mountain pose, reach out. When you exhale, we'll fold. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And plant your hands, step back, high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. A little bend of the elbows to pull back of the upper arm bones. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, Walker Lily hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Drive your feet down, breathe in, reach up from heels through tips of the ears, through ring fingertips. Extend. Exhale, fold. Nice. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Nice. Look forward, Walker Lily hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. And your toes, press the three points of the feet down. Ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, exhale, fold. Feel more weight in the balls of the feet than in the heels. Then drive through the heels as you come up to stand. Reach the ring fingertip, tips of the ears. Exhale. Out. Breathe all the way out. Breathe in. 
lift halfway. Plant your hands. Breathe out. Breathe in. Nice. Breathe out. Down dog. When you arrive, feet about hip distance apart. Turn your right toes out to the diagonal. So a common question, because you guys are, because the geekery is high here, the heel stays at hip distance. The toes turn out. Bend your left knee. Send your right hip crease up and back. If you wondered but have not asked yet, just count yourself among, among many friends. If you hadn't, uh, that hadn't occurred to you, congratulations on having more of a life. <laughs> Press your right heel down, pull the hip crease up and back, feels the hip crease moves up and back. That's about the low back and the side body. We're also really letting the left knee bend here, so more hip action in this turn. Less rotation through torso, but more overall range of motion which can be a good thing. Undo it, come back to center. So feet parallel, hip distance apart. The heel stays hip distance, the toes turn out. Now that is like, that is debatable because you might want to take the foot a little wider and that's cool, right? Definitely you do you, but bend your right knee, drop the right hip, pull left hip crease up and back. So when we allow the hips to turn like this, not every twist does. Sometimes the, the teacher will be real specific, don't turn your hips. That's for, for one benefit of twisting. In this one, you may be able to feel as you take your left hip crease up and back, you need more length through the left side body. You're able to get more range of motion there, more, more spaciousness because we've dropped the right hip offline. If you're not sure about that, go ahead and bring the right hip back up and, and try that again. Breath in. Breath out, come on back to center. Look forward. Walk or lily hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. and breathe out, fold. Dig your heels and sit your hips way back, Ukatasana. Breathe here. Knees over ankles. So wherever your ankles are, the knees are on, on that longitudinal line. You might notice, we'll, we'll go over this again, knock the knees together. This is a strategy for staying in the pose by uh, letting the two legs work as one. Right, it's like an A-frame, uh, you know. But instead, right, the two pillars of the legs working individually, you're going to feel more outer hip muscles. Those are going to trick your knees. If you are in the middle of ski season, this is an excellent exercise to protect your knees, make them stronger for the slopes. Breath in and breath out, bow forward. If you're not in the middle of ski season, right, strong outer thigh, hip muscles, good thing any day. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push them. Breathe in, upward facing dog. 
arm bones back, heart up. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward, pause. We'll do the same thing with the back foot that we did in that twist. Heels gonna stay about hip distance, the toes are gonna turn out to the sides. So uh, warrior one foot, that's the, that's the general alignment is that the heel's gonna stay, hip distance, toes turn out, press into your feet, my pants to your hips. Right? And it's gonna allow for the same thing that it allowed for uh, in the twist. So you're gonna have your left hip, little off, off center. That's gonna allow you to sit into the front thigh, get your depth in warrior one, see if front leg's gonna move forward. And then we're gonna bring the hands up to the rib cage, paying attention to your left side body, the left side of your low back, as you rotate rib cage forward, deepen into the front leg, lift your rib cage up. So from the left hip crest to the rib cage, as much space as possible, take arms up, exhale, sit low in your front thigh. Lace your fingers here, inhale, Punch up, use the combined strength of the two arms to reach, back of the neck long, then exhale, hands to the mat, step back, down dog. Arrange your feet back to hip distance, inhale forward to a high plank. Low push up, breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look to your left hand, step your left foot up. Look to your right foot, toes spin out, heel stays on that hip distance. Press into your feet, come up hands to hips. Thing I should mention, if this feels too tight for you, feel free to go wider. Feel free to go wider, just no more narrow. So the question um, that comes up a lot is should it be the heel there? or should it be the ball of the toe there? If the ball of the toe is hip distance, the heel is way too far behind uh, the left leg. So heel is with the hip distance or wider. Right? And that allows for the right hip to, or the both hips, they move together, but the hips to be at a diagonal. Right? As the hips are at a diagonal, start walking your front foot forward, but right? allow for the hips to stay there, tighten your back leg. Hands up to the rib cage, lift the rib cage, like thumbs into the ribs, help yourself go up and then turn towards the front of the mat. Right side, right hip to right ribs, long. Left side too, but we're focusing in here on the right. Back leg tight from the heel, squeeze the leg, lift up through the rib cage. We'll take the arms up, then sit low in front thigh. When you inhale, lace the fingers, arms up, Squeeze them in towards center, back of your neck long. Exhale, hands to the mat, step back, high flank. Arrange the feet, hip distance, right? Well-organized systems, less stress than disorganized. Low push-up, breathe all the way up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Nice. Breathe in. Feel your ribs expand. Breathe out. 
hands down and forward. Look straight ahead to your right wrist. Step your right foot straight there. Keep your back heel lifted. Feet are staying on two tracks. Press into your front foot. Bring your hands to your hips as you come up to upright lunge. With the back heel up, toes pointing straight ahead. Hip points pointing straight ahead. We're going to try to keep that in this scenario. But go ahead and wiggle the back foot back. Get a little deeper. Bending the back knee as you go. So you want to think about this particular lunge, upright lunge, as you're about to take a knee. Right? You just decide to keep the knee off the floor. So it's not a crescent lunge. We're not trying to make it easier by bending the back knee. We're just doing a different pose altogether. And this kind of like messes with us sometimes. Totally different pose. Think of this as take a knee. The other one is a crescent shape. Right? So we've got your take a knee stance, but the knee is floating up. It's tough. Hips are square forward. Hands to your rib cage again. Lift up. And then we're going to rotate the rib cage, keeping the hips as forward as we can. Okay. Bring hands to your heart center. It's a good time for me to come look at your stance. Right, to keep the hips square, press the back heel down. Pull your abdominals in. Be as upright in your torso as you can be. From right here, you're going to open your arms and you will probably not have them pointing straight forward and back. Wherever you are is great. great. Now, allow the back foot to help you turn. A little more of a pivot until your arms are parallel to your sidewall. We let it come from the back. So now the hips have come offline. Everyone, yes, totally fine that they are. Totally fine that they are. But there's a difference in your mobility, correct? Yes. Good. Unwind that. Come back to center. Reach up. Look great. And then hands to your mat. You're going to step back to down dog. Inhale forward. High plank. Low push-up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Pull your arm back. Pull your heart up. Right. So no turtle head down here. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. We'll, we'll work on up dog in another month. I promise. Uh, Look forward to your left hand. Step the left foot forward, straight ahead. Bend your back knee like you're going to take a knee, but come up, hands to hips. Okay. So what this allows us to do is not have the pelvis tilting forward. So I wanna, I'm going to take this because uh, this, is, this is important. Front of your pelvis, same height as back of the pelvis. So I'm seeing a little bit of the, uh, a few screens, pelvis slipping forward. We went straight up for this particular one. We'll change in a minute. So hips level, hands to your rib cage lift. Right. Then keeping that, just press both feet down really firmly and then rotate just at the rib cage. And just be honest, because we're gonna let you do the other thing too. Just be honest of how much mobility do you have, right? And, and where do you feel what you feel when you just turn from the rib cage? So this is a much more abdominal focus, a much more core body strengthening move. Right. You'll get a uh, right glute strengthening too. Right. Then open your arms wherever you are with that rotation. Then allow your back foot to turn you. Right. So there's a, there's a baseball pivot, a, a golf swing pivot there. 
but you didn't get more rotation. You just turned the whole thing on its base, right? The hips as the base just turned totally fine. More range of motion, more length in your low back. There are benefits. But one thing, this structure became a little less stable than the other. So we're going to come back to center, reach up, rebuild, stability, then hands down and step back. Down dog, breath in and breath out. You inhale, right leg up and back behind. Exhale, right knee to right tricep, step forward. So now we're in a low lunge, back knee up, press into your front foot, come up for crescent, hands to your hips. And so with crescent lunge, to a greater or lesser degree, we're all going to have the hips tipping a little forward. That's good. That's right. Uh, for some of us, right, there'll be the tendency to dump the abdominals forward. We don't want that. So how do you find the right tip? Abdominals in. Give your back knee just a tiny bit of softness like we do with the arms and up dog, or like we're doing today with those and lift, lift up out of it. Lift going up, arms going up. You can sit into the front thigh, keep the low back in its natural curve. Then hands to heart, we're gonna straighten the back leg. As you straighten the back leg, you will tip forward, but not bend forward. Check out, try to pull your heart up and forward like you're gonna do a um, airplane. I think airplane pose, go up, then rotate left elbow toward the right knee, left arm extends once you're there so that you got forearm to thigh or wrist to thigh, right arm up, tighten your back leg, heart forward and up, good. Breath in, press your leg into your arm so you breathe out. Breath in, feel your rib cage expand. If it's not, you're too far in that twist. Breath out, we're gonna undo it. Hands to the mat and step back down dog. Pause, empty. Then inhale your way forward to a high push up. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. That slight little bit of bend that allows you some movement of your shoulder blades. Good thing. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. On an inhale, left leg up and back. And exhale, bend the knee to the tricep. Look forward, step forward. A little softness in your back knee as you come up. It's a good thing for all of our joints. Right. Hands to your hips. If you defaulted up, that's totally fine. Right. Hands to the hips. Right. And, and feel this. If you straighten out your back leg, uh, do you end up with little uh, little tailbone poking out there? Normal. Right. Can you pull into your abdominals? Get a little softness in your back knee. See if that helps you draw your abdominals in and hip points up. Right. So you've got a balance between the bend of the back knee and your ability to pull into your core. Uh, if you straighten the leg again, and just can feel what goes on in the low back, then abdominals in with a bend, 
right? Which do you like better for your low back? In the crescent lunge, low back is neutral, natural curve. Reach up. If there's a back bend, it's in the upper spine. And then hands to heart center, tighten your back leg. Go to whatever angle that gives you. If you want to get lower to the floor, it's not dropping your chest. It's sitting lower in the front thigh. Right. So heart up, rotate, and then right arm outside left thigh. Left hand can go to the hip crease. That's nice to help you remember to pull forward. Or left arm can go up. Press leg to arm, arm to leg. And the back foot staking down. Feel the length of the right leg, your right side body to the rib cage. Is your rib cage expanding with your inhale? and contracting in with your exhale. And if not, back up out of the twist a little bit until you get that range of breath. One more inhale. Then exhale, hands to the mat, step back to down dog. Organize, stay or inhale forward, high plank. Tighten up, lengthen up. Low push-up, breathe in, upward-facing dog, and breathe out, downward-facing dog. Have a breath in through your nose, let you let out through your mouth. Inhale, right leg up and back behind, squeeze it tight, lift, bend the knee, knee to your right elbow. And he goes right elbow, left foot, or right foot towards the left elbow. Bring the shin bone down. Slide the left foot back. We're in pigeon upright for now. Go on fingertips. Press the top of your back foot down. Press shin bone up front down. Lengthen out of your low back. We're going to go side to side with that. So you've got this lateral motion of the spine. Then we're going to walk it over to the left and come down at a diagonal. And as you're coming down to that diagonal, reach your right arm long. And imagine uh, your thumb or someone else's thumb in the right hip crease pulling back. You can even just with your, with your internal kind of understanding of your body, your proprioception, do the work. Pull the right hip crease back as you reach the right arm out. And then again, note the left side body, take it short. If it got short, walk the left arm out a little more, or maybe if that's untenable, right side's just reaching too much. Breath in. And breath out. Breath in. Breath out. You know, walk your hands in. Tall. Back leg's going to come around. Sole of the left foot to the floor. Right leg straight out in front. Do you do that without using your hands? Do. The right leg that's gone straight out in front. Slide it over to the right. So we're, again, increasing the spaciousness of this twist by increasing the space at the base. 
Press your right heel down. Lift your chest up. Lift the right arm way up. And from the right hip crease, press down. Ring fingertip, reach up. Left hand's going to go behind you. Feel the connection between your right sitting bone and the ring fingertip up there. And then bring the elbow across. Left knee. Pause there. We want to get this action right. So the arm is to the outside of the thigh. And do this. Go up and down the thigh a couple times. You're trying to like warm it up with your, you're trying to like rub something off your elbow and get some, some grease on your elbow. Right. Okay. And then pause from that. Do the action of elbow down. Like you're trying to slide the arm down the leg. I like to call this planting the flag. Uh, do you have a flag? Elbow slides down. Lift your chest up. If you've not seen the Eddie Izzard, do you have a flag? You need to just go to the internet, type in Eddie Izzard. All right, once you get that action, press the leg into the arm. All right, so not arm to leg, that would be normal. That would be the, the intuitive thing to do, but then leg to arm. You're lifting, you're twisting, everything's good here. We're gonna add one thing. Press your right heel forward. Feel your right sitting bone slide a little forward. This is the hips coming offline. Again, not a bad thing. Offline's not a bad thing. I mean, we should all try to get offline as much as possible. But press the heel forward, feel the sitting bone slide. You're going to get a little more rotation, a little more range of motion. Lengthen up right side body away from the hip. Breath in. Leg is pressing out into the arm. Good. That downward action of the arm is helping you buoy your chest up. Also good. Then on an inhale, unwind slowly. Cross your right ankle in front of the left. Hands down in front. Step back, down dog. Pause, breathe here. Two sides of your body, two sides of your rib cage, front and back, left and right. Then on your inhale, Left leg up and back. Take the time, squeeze, reach, lengthen. It's a real pose with a real intention. Bend your knee, bring it to the left elbow as close as you can get. Then bring the shin across the mat as much as it will go by itself. Lay it down, that's as far as your shin is ever gonna need to go, as far as you want it to go. Take the back foot back as far as it can go on its own. Then press shin bone and back foot down. I'm going to lift and then just a little, little side to side for the low back. Just reminding yourself the, that you have one and that the, the spine moves side to side. Then follow that over to the right. Reach long. Okay. If you need any accommodations here to make this more pleasant, block under the head, block under the arms, do it. Left arm reaches out. Left hip crease pulls back and away. It's like someone's got their thumb there, they're pulling. Or maybe you have that uh, mental dexterity to just move from your hip crease. Imagine the you that, like before you stepped on your yoga mat, could conceptualize of move from my hip crease. And if you develop some senses, like little applause internally yeah, or externally, like, you applaud all you want. Breathe in and breathe out. 
and you won't feel exactly as uh, even on both sides of the rib cage. That would be not a side bend then. But we're not feeling anything compressed on the right side. If you do feel compressed, short of breath over on the right, can't get the breath in there, something's got to gotta change. That could be that you move the right elbow a little further forward. Could be that there's overreach on the left side that's causing that. Press your shin bone down, press your back foot down, breathe evenly as best you can, front and back, side to side. Notice any tension in your face, your jaw, your throat, any resistance is coming up. Even softening. And on your next inhale, you're going to walk up to your hands. Take your time. And lift the hands out of it if it's possible. Bring the back leg around. The right foot plants to the floor. Left leg extends out in front. We're going to take that left leg, widen the base, bring it out. Right. And almost immediately, the hip crease feels like, oh, there's a little more space. That's good. We're going to take right hand behind and lift the left arm. Press down through your right foot, press out through your left heel. Then it's the left hip crease dropping down, left sitting bone heavy to the floor as you reach up. Lift through the center of your chest. Your back hand's going to help you keep the heart up as you then bring the elbow across to the outside of the leg. And then get that idea that there's the ability of your arm to move up and down your leg instead of pushing it sideways. Anchor the arm down, lift your chest up more. Then leg out into the arm. So we've got active outer hip muscles. Uh, same kind of thing as in Utkatasana, where we want the, the needle line up over the ankle. We want to keep uh, alignment there as well as kind of activate the twist from the legs. Now, one more thing, slide your left heel forward, really reach out through the left leg. You can feel your left bum cheek, left sitting bone, slide a little forward. Just sets you up with a different range of motion as you then lift your chest, rotate, rib cage up and away from the hip crease, hip crease down and away from the ribs. Breathe here. Heart up, right? Notice any like curling of the upper back. It's normal. Gravity's gonna take you there. Instead, plant the flag, lift your heart, elbow down, heart high. You could also imagine a mean teacher coming up behind you and putting their fingers into your thoracic spine right behind your heart, going lift up. Then undo this slowly. As you rotate back to center, real simple, fold left ankle in over right, rock forward into your hands, press back to down dog. Take a moment, feel your body. Open your mouth, let your breath out. Look forward through your hands, walk or lightly hop to seated. 
come on down to your back. Take bridge or wheel. Uh, chances are you might surprise yourself with this back bend. Just the uh, the amount that we've done with the side body opening. Let's see what happens. Breathe for five. Four. Three. When you exhale, come down slowly, pause, land where you land. Just heavy to the mat, let the floor hold you. Then walk your feet together. Knees out to the sides. Supta Baddha Konasana. You want to bring hands to the hip crease. As you do, draw your abdominals in. Lift your rib cage. Slide it toward the back of your mat. Lift your head. Slide it toward the back of your mat. Right. And then we'll bring hands to uh, just above your hips. Go to the waistline. Feel your breath move. When you exhale, just bring your attention to those really strong muscles on the sides of your body that are pulling inward, kind of the drawing of the waistband in. Then let them move all the way out, which is hard for the, the Western mind to like get into broadening through this space. We can do it. Right? You know it's just your own resilience here. And the expansion out allows you to feel the strength drawing in. One more round here. And then bring knees toward one another back to uh back to center just like you're going to take bridge but instead slide your left leg out so left leg straight right knees bent and he's going to press your right foot down lift your hips as you do slide yourself onto the outer edge of your left hip and pause pause right where you are be sure that the left hip has moved toward center Right, that you're not lying in a diagonal across your mat, but you've actually pulled the left hip in line with your torso. Then right knee across and pause before you do anything with your hands. Good. Squeeze your left leg, firm up the base. And what we've been working with all along, take a right hand to your rib cage, your left hand to the crest of your hip. Pull your hands in opposite directions, just gentle. Have the fingers on rib cage, thumb at the top of the hip. Just that muscle right there. Right? All these muscles are along here. You're just lengthening, lengthening, lengthening. Right. And then you can 
stylistically take any arm position that you'd like. Avoid left hand pushing the right knee down or right thigh down. Not going to be part of this uh, thing. You could keep the left fingertips there at the hip crest. Continue to lengthen the hip away from the ribs. For sure, that's a nice one. If you want to lay the hand lightly on top of the thigh, absolutely. If you want to even on the, the outer edge of the thigh, kind of work that diagonal line away from the hip, do that, but not down toward the floor. On an inhale, undo it, come back to center. Slide your hips into the center line. Elongate your low back by lifting rib cage, sliding it back, lifting your head, sliding it back. Pause there. And then right leg out, press your left foot down, pick up your hips, slide them into the center line. Feel that you're on the outer edge of the right thigh. Left knee's coming across. And then you can just pause. If you have no low back struggle or, or issue of, of any type, right? you can press the knee down toward the floor and uh, just feel what that does, where that action happens. Then bring hand back up to the hip. Let the leg normalize. Right. And the left hand on the, the lowest ribs that you can find, take left and right hands away from each other. You try to peel the ribs over toward the left, hip over toward the right. What you'll end up doing with the left knee is it'll end up reaching for the sidewall, increasing the space along side body, low back, just as much as you can. Then if you want to take the right hand down the leg, uh, you can kind of like pull the outer thigh away from the hip. But again, that, that action is going at the diagonal outward thinking of, of lengthening left side body. So keep this in the torso. Then if you've gone too far, breathing might get shallow. Go back until you can breathe fully. And again, that the side bodies are working in and out. That's going to give you the benefit of the twist with that kind of ringing, rinsing action. But look for that. We don't want the twist to become stuckness in the body. If we're, if we're ringing too hard, there's not going to be the benefit to that. We'll be shutting some things down rather than letting them get the, the squeeze and soak. We want like squeeze, but we don't want to like strangle anything. Big difference. And you'll feel it. You'll feel that there's life and movement in the twist when it's good. Keep that. On an inhale, and just let that slowly dissolve back into your center line. Hips level. Pause here. One hand on your navel, one hand on your heart. Breath in and out. There are any finishing postures or stretches your body wants, feel free to give it those. 
when you're ready to rest, rest, Shavasana. That was great, y'all. Enjoy the time. When you're ready to come back, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Roll to your right side. Keep as much stillness as you can in your body. You curl in here. Breath. Let you let out. On an inhale, slowly up to cedar. Take a moment in whatever shape of seat you're in, let your hip crease drop down. Abdominal muscles draw in. The center of your chest floats high. The shell of your upper back softens. Arm bones align at the side seams of you back of your skull, the base of your head, lifting up and lightly back. Tips of your ears, lightly reaching for the ceiling. Oddly enough, the corners of your mouth might follow. The mask of your face is soft. Feel your breath move through your nose your throat, into your rib cage, changing the shape of your body with inhale and exhale. Draw hands together, heart center, heart lifting to hands. 
thumbs to forehead center, drawing heart to mind. That was great, y'all. Namaste. Awesome. Well done. Happy Sunday. See you soon. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.